folks, and welcome to The Bend. I am your host, Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck. Today's show, first off, before we get too far, Happy New Year, y'all. Another year. Can you believe it? I am. (laughs) (laughs) I think everybody is so glad to have another one past us. We said it in the ranching show of how, you know, we always say, 2017 is going to be our year. 2018 is going to be our year. 2019 is going to be our year. 2020, 2021, 20. I'm going to say 2022 is going to be our year again. Heck yes, I will agree with that. And we hope all of you have been able to enjoy a wonderful holiday too and are excited about the new year as we are. And I want to throw a quick shout out too is thank you to the fans that have reached out. This last year has been really hard. And I appreciate, you know, with me going through my cancer that all of you that have you reached have out, a, it has meant the world. What's that saying that says it takes it takes a, a village, village to? Yes. So, yeah, we. I heard that the you, other you, day. They talk about raising kids, and it takes a village. Well, you know what? Going through something like this also does take a village, and I greatly appreciate each and every one of you that have been on Team Beck. That has meant the world. I believe it was one of my fans that came up with that. That said, "We're cheering, Team Beck. We got this." And on a lot of your. What do you call them? The end of the show. Your field staffers. Yes. When to, for those of you that have maybe just started listening to uh, the band, or greetings again to everybody in Florida. We just we're now being heard in Florida on some stations down there, and to just bring them up to speed a little bit. When people have been saying, "Hey, Beck, we're praying for you," it's because you're kicking cancer's butt, <laughs> kicking it to the curb. You everyone, are, <laughs> you're doing a, fa- a a fabulous job. So that's why a lot of people said, "Hey." You're in. We're, 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 you are in their prayers, and it's more every so one of them normal. has been felt and appreciated it's more awful. than you could ever imagine. Gracias. Before we get too much into today's show, which is a great one, by the way, it's I have a couple a of one. housekeeping items. Remember, great. we are doing the best of 2021 contest, and this is the last week to enter. There's a couple of ways to enter. Call the hotline. Leave your one to two minute story of a standout memory from this last year, 2021. Tag us on Facebook or Instagram and explain why this photo means so much that was taken in 2021. Could it be Remember, a video? Tag us at a with the circle, the bend show. Yes, it could be a video. Okay, you can absolutely share us a video. Email otherwise bendradioshow at gmail.com your story and we will share it on air. The winner can the will bend receive. staff submit an entry. <laughs> I'm just curious. I, I hadn't even thought about that, but because I'm I have entering. not ruled anyone out, bend field staffers, I you've am, just been included, I'm, not just Tigger. Oh, <laughs> I'm entering because. You said you're giving away some of the Mickey's mustard, right? Yes, we're giving away Ranch House coffee, Mickey's mustard, and we've got some Bend gear that we can't wait to get out to all of you. Our spotlight today, we head north to Alaska, Bria Holman, 13. You forgot to do what you normally do. Don't you always say north to Alaska? I do. Every time you do a... to Alaska. Sorry. There, I did it for you. Thank you. Bria and her family moved to Alaska three years ago in which her parents started working on her hunting skills. Bria was one of 25 people this year to be drawn for a coveted archery moose tag in Alaska, and this would be her first solo hunt. Her folks got her a new bow last February after finding out she was drawn for the moose tag and started prepping. Okay, Yes, so your hand went up, Tigger. I wanted to make sure I get this right. So she applied for the tag, got drawn for the tag, 
so now mom and dad are having a uh oh moment, and now they went and are getting now a it's fit, it was really time to sharpen those them. hunting skills. Oh, got it. <laughs> the hunt started December fifteenth, and she had thirty days. As a family, they spent ten days hiking and scouting for moose. She had one get away by crossing a road out of her hunt zone, then had another where Bree stalked five hundred yards before it got away. On her third attempt, she came across a moose that was browsing along a tree line edge. Bria took a few minutes moving around for the perfect spot, trying not to scare the cow away. She was able to get to 26 yards and take the shot. The moose ran 100 yards and went down. Her mother, Kendra, shared this great story and had this to say. It was the perfect Christmas present for Bria. Congrats, Bria Holman! Sit back and enjoy the news. Our first story of the year takes us to Spain. Within the foothills of the Iberian System mountain range in northeastern Spain, archaeologists have discovered a 7,500-year-old cave painting depicting prehistoric humans gathering honey. The exceptionally detailed image shows a figure climbing a rope ladder to reach a colony of bees. It is considered the best preserved image of its kind and alongside other rock art found at the site provides a picture of humans transitioning from a hunter-gatherer to an agricultural economy. Alongside the honey painting, two others were discovered at the site, including a scene depicting a pair of archers and an image of a hind, a female red deer on the run. Next, we head to the United Kingdom, where an English teenager found a Bronze Age axe using a metal detector. The 13-year-old Millie Hardwick, her father and grandfather, had been out in a field with metal detectors for several hours on a Sunday in Royston, England, and had not found a single item. Then, just after lunch, they tried a different part of the field where an organized dig was taking place. After about 20 minutes of searching, Millie said she heard the high-pitched beeping noise and a lovely-sounding signal, as she put it, that indicates a possible find. Her father rushed over and started digging. About 10 minutes later, he pulled out an item that resembled part of an axe. The trio kept digging and found a horde of other artifacts, including socketed axe heads, winged axe heads, cake ingots, and blade fragments made of bronze. The Cambridgeshire County Council confirmed that the items are to be from the Bronze Age. Millie and her father and grandfather found about 65 items in the one area. According to English Heritage, a charity that manages historic monuments, buildings, and places, the Bronze Age in Britain lasted from 2300 BC to 800 BC, during a period referred to as the prehistoric England before there were written records. Around the start of the Bronze Age, the first metal weapons and jewelry began to arrive in Britain, and people were buried with these items in individual graves. For those wondering if one gets to keep the loot, according to the government guidelines, if it is declared that the find meets the government definition of treasure, objects made of at least 10% gold or silver that are at least 300 years old, then a committee will set the value of the items. It's important to note in the United Kingdom, when treasure is found, the finder does not own it and it is illegal to try to sell it. Now heading back across the pond to the United States, statistics are coming in for how the 2021 camping season wrapped up. And according to Campgrounds of America, the year had more than 10 million households camping for the first time. Online camping reservations on public lands totaled 3.3 million last year, a 33% increase as compared to the previous year, and nearly a 67% increase as compared to five years earlier. Indiana has seen more than a 480% surge in online camping reservations on public lands over the last five years. 
the largest jump in the United States after I transitioned from first-come-first-served campsites to online booking after the Indiana Dunes became a national park. Nationally, online camping reservations soared more than 68% over the last five years to 3.26 million in 2020. Yosemite National Park was the most popular destination nationwide. Keeping in the national park and camping theme, we head west to Utah. One of America's most popular national parks, Arches National Park in Utah, is rolling out a timed entry system in an attempt to prevent over-tourism. Arches National Park Superintendent Patricia Trapp said in a statement, By implementing a temporary, timed entry reservation system, our goal is to better spread visitation throughout the day to reduce traffic, congestion, and visitor overcrowding. Before the coronavirus pandemic, Arches was already one of the United States' most popular national park. However, the onset of the pandemic and the upswing in domestic travel led to overcrowding in 2020 and 2021. According to a release from the National Park Service, Arches' initial trial of the timed entry program will cover the dates of April 3rd to October 3rd, 2022. Reservations will open three months in advance in three blocks at a time. For example, visitors who hope to go to the park in April will need to reserve a slot beginning January 3rd. There will also be small numbers of last-minute tickets made available every day for the following day since not everyone is able to plan their visits so far ahead. Bookings will be available on recreation.gov. Under the timed entry system, each registered visitor, an individual couple, group, or family is covered under a single booking and will be assigned a one-hour time slot between 6 a.m. and 5 p.m. local time. They will be able to enter the park anytime during that one-hour window. The timed entry program will not apply to people who have camping permits, concessions, contracts, or other special arrangements. After the break, we're all excited. It is the new year. We've got our planners out, and we are excited about adventures that we have been wanting to plan. Our guest, Leanne Skirpay, is going to be joining us to help us make those plans a reality. Stay where you are. We'll be right back. Hey, we've made it through the holidays, and here in 2022, it's time to look forward to using those grills and smokers that you got for Christmas. Don't forget to head over to mickeysmustard.com. That's M-I-C-K-E-Y-S mustard.com add a little mustard on your chicken your turkey your fish deviled eggs smoke it bake it toss it swirl it you can have mickey's mustard with just about anything check us out for your upcoming spring grilling season mickeysmustard.com we've all probably been in a situation where we needed to make a phone call and couldn't because we didn't have signal or reception We couldn't get a text out, a message, nothing. It can be downright scary when it feels like we're cut off from the world and a person needs to be located or we need to locate someone. That's where Atlas Tracks comes in. Atlas Tracks owner, Carolyn Stash. It's called Atlas Tracks. We handle GPS trackers. We recently added safety products, so life rafts and satellite phones and all marine electronics. So it's beacons, safety gear, tracking devices that I can use anywhere? Absolutely. It's everywhere. I have personal beacons that people take hiking. I take mine skiing. Guys are taking them backcountry in Montana. So I do have people going deer hunting for days. They'll take them on their ATVs. But it's for every outdoor adventure, sport, needing to be located when you're out of cellular range. Head to atlastracks.com. That's tracks with an X, Atlas Tracks.
Welcome back, folks. I am so excited with it being 2022, and I thought no better than to have a friend, fan of the show, Leanne Scrupe here with me today. She's somebody who is quite the adventure. I don't think there's really anything she hasn't accomplished that she's put her mind to it. And so I thought there was no better person to come back and join us and get the year start off right so that we're in the right mindset. We've all been dreaming about doing different activities, adventures, and sometimes get a little overwhelmed and say, well, someday I'll do this. Well, I brought, a Le- I brought Leanne along with so that she can help us kind of set ourselves up for success and get these ideas, these dream trips, things like that on the books and make them attainable through the entire year. Leanne, thank you so much for agreeing (laughs) to join us as the first show for 2022. Happy New Year, by the way. Oh my gosh. Happy New Year to you too. Oh, did you have a great holiday? Absolutely. So much fun just to celebrate friendships and be around people that you engage and connect with and love and adore. It's a blast. All right. Well, I am already, you know, my mind's already thinking about, I know how, how active and you are. I mean, in the last year, everybody, just a quick recap, a little bit, Leanne, what she did. I mean, she's done Ironmans. She's, I think she went up to Mount Zion. Was that right? Weren't you out there? Well, yep. It, out in Zion. Yeah. Okay. And then you even took up pheasant hunting this fall. Oh my gosh. So fun. <laughs> By the way, how was that again? It was a blast, total blast. Just, I love being and watching the dogs. I love being around the people. It's just amazing. Oh, look at you. So my mind is wondering, what do you have on the books for this next year? Uh, I love that you ask. So when COVID hit, uh, we have been applying for almost five years to go to Havasupai, which if you don't know where that's located, it's just outside the Grand Canyon. You do have to apply for that. And it keeps getting rolled over because it's not open. And so this year is hopefully a go in November. So that's exciting to look forward to. It's a backpacking trip. If you haven't uh, heard of Havasupai, (laughs) yes. If you haven't heard it, please Google it. The pictures are outstanding. So that's definitely on the docket uh, in the winter area of the months. And then I've got, uh, I just got drawn to race at Chicago Marathon. So I'm pretty excited about that. Congratulations. Thank you. Hopefully, potentially a Boston qualifier. We'll (gasps) see what I'm up for there by that time. Well, everybody here at the Bend will be cheering for you. That's for sure. Well, thank you. And then moving back, I don't know why I started in November and moving back into the (laughs) beginning of the year, but hopefully in June doing the Lutzen 99er, which is a 99 mile mountain bike race. Oh my gosh. Look at you. You are all over the map on different activities. As always, you're one of those people that, like I said, I don't think there's anything you haven't put your (laughs) mind to that you haven't succeeded at. So way to go, way to go. So I have a question. Curious, for those of us that, you know, we may have dreamed of doing that backpack overnight trip or we're <laughs> like, wow, I would I would like to think about hiking, you know, the foothills of something. How do you set yourself up for success so that these dreams actually become realities? You know, that's such a great question. And often when I reconsider constantly, because I actually get asked that often, And the first thing is just to open your mind and realize that life is so short. You are not guaranteed tomorrow. And Rebecca, you and I both know that in such a genuine fashion. And so 
I dream big. And when I say, Hey, I've never been to Hufasupai, I'm going to try to apply and, and go. And then once we got drawn, Hey, it's time to go. So I, I intentionally, most of the things I guess that I do, I, I apply for, or I sign up for, and that kind of holds me accountable technically. So whether it's a race or an event or an application to get into something, that's kind of my accountability factor. So that's kind of where that, that initially starts. And then obviously you have to plan um, perspective into your daily factor of scheduling and stuff like that. And it just, you got to go for it. Don't wait. You never know. You're never going to be ready technically. Don't wait until you're ready. Just go do it. I love it. I love what you're saying. And you are right. You and I both know more than others sometimes, better than others in a way. But I love what you just said, accountability. And I often use the word perspective when people go and say, oh, they, you know, it's a matter of how you look at things. And you're absolutely right. Tomorrow, you never know what might happen. Why wait and make it today? And accountability is a perfect word to put with it as well. The Another one that I sometimes throw out there is the why not? Like put that in quotations. Yeah. People will be like, well, you're going to do this. And I always respond with why not? Absolutely. Well, it's, it's such an awesome thing that you think about. I want to experience things. There's so many things that I want to experience in my lifetime that instead of buying and purchasing tangible things, I want to go out and see things and do things. And so that's my motivation. So sometimes it's just finding what your motivation is to get to that why not. Yes, yes. And you know, some people might be thinking, well, um, either I don't know if I have a friend or somebody that wants to go and do this with me, or I'm just by myself. I, I don't, I can't speak for you, but I know for myself, there's been many a trips. I just go on my own and it's amazing how many people you end up meeting along the road. Oh my gosh. Absolutely true. They are the most friendliest people and being able to connect with some random people. It's just a lot of fun to hear their story. But that's just one of the key things. I often go with um, my running group. If I'm going to a race, we get a VRBO. We go and as a group, and it's just a blast to be with people for a couple of days and just experience things together. But you, like you said, you don't have to go with someone. Sometimes it's just kind of nice to go and soak up things on your own and experience things um, just to clear your mind and get out and do things. It's just, it's, I, I challenge somebody to do one trip on their own. I am absolutely with you. And in a way you will come home feeling, I think the word I'm going to use is empowered because Ooh, like you that. just did something you didn't think others might not be. It's amazing how you will empower yourself and inspire others in ways you didn't even realize or mean to do by just showing that you can do this. The world oh is gosh. huge. And sometimes that gets a little bit scary or you think about, oh my gosh, that city is huge. That national park is huge. But when you break it down and you actually do it for yourself for the right reasons, it's amazing how empowering it can be and, and the self-satisfaction you will receive. 100% agree. It is so admirable to see somebody go out and have that kind of confidence. Oftentimes when I see people travel alone, I'm like, air high five, go you. <laughs> this is awesome. Because it's just, there's so much courage to, you know, overcome some of the fear behind that, that it's just embrace that and drive it forward. It's the why not, like you said, Rebecca. 
All right. Well, I love everything we just covered. Thank you so much, Leanne, for coming on board for the first show of 2022. And we will definitely be following you on the trail and the treks you'll be making throughout the year. Yay. Thanks for having me. (laughs) All right, everybody. Stay where you are. We'll be right back. More of The Bend right after this. Last year, we got to meet Rob, Todd, and Jason, the crew from Wobbolo Creek Outfitters, and hear about their hunts. So, Rob, what can we expect on a hunt with Wobbolo Creek Outfitters? We're a family-style hunt. We have bunk rooms where there's twin beds in every room. We can accommodate up to about 12 people. We have plenty of showers, plenty of bedrooms. All your bedding is included, all your food. Most people who come and hunt with Wobbolo Creek Outfitters, you come as a client, but you kind of leave as family. And most of our hunters have come back five, six, since we've opened and hunted with us every year. Sure, they want you to have a hunt of a lifetime, but it is more important for Wobbolo Creek Outfitters to have a personal connection with each person. Book your hunt today. Head to WobbleoCreekOutfitters.com. That is W-E-A-U-B-L-E-A-U, Wobbolo, located in southwest Missouri for your next turkey or whitetail hunt. And don't forget, be sure to tell them Beck from the Bend sent you. This is Beck. First, I appreciate all of you for listening and making The Bend part of your week. Many of you have asked, how do I catch past episodes? The answer is super easy. Head to thebendshow.com and click on the shows tab. There you can listen to every episode all the way back to episode one. Podcasters, head to your favorite podcasting app and search The Bend. You'll find us. Be sure to follow and subscribe and never miss another episode again. In the crosshairs today, the Ben Field staff reports in, and first we head south to Florida. Ben Field staffer Terry Huffmaster has this for us. Hey, everybody. This is Terry Huffmaster calling from North Florida with the Big Ben Field Report. But first, I want to start off by saying Happy New Year to everybody, and I hope you all had a happy and a wonderful Merry Christmas as well. The weather's been up and down, up and down, up and down here, so you just have to pick and choose what days you want to go in and try to fish with the hot, cold, hot, cold, but it's okay. It's all good. Looking for a wonderful 2022 and pray that it's going to be great. I look over those and pray for those who are going through other things worse than others. We want to say a special prayer to you, Beck, and I know you're strong and you're going to get through everything and we're all thinking about you. I hope that everyone just knows that treasure every day and just look forward to the next. Again, Happy New Year, you guys. Well said. Thanks so much, Terry. Couldn't agree more. Take the time, make the time. Be sure to follow Terry. That's T-E-R-R-I-E, Terry Huffmaster on Facebook and Instagram. Next, we head north for a wrap-up of Ultimate Outdoor Adventures fall hunting season. Hey, Beck, John Arman with Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV. Coming into the new year, wishing everybody a a happy new year. And we are just kind of, you know, we wound down the hunting season as far as the, the big game. Now it's time to chase a few coyotes and probably do a little ice fishing. I know the boys are getting the ranger, getting the tracks on, getting things ready in case we get snow to hit some of these smaller lakes and try their luck ice fishing. And I'm going to be heading out and trying to thin out the coyote population a little bit. So far, um, we haven't done much with the new year, but it's coming on strong. And with the temps starting to drop a little bit, 
it should be good hunting and good fishing. So good luck to everybody out there. Congrats, Team UOA, on another successful fall. Folks, be sure to catch Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV on YouTube, Amazon Prime, as well as check your local listings. Wrapping up for us, Travis Teal from Buckstorm. The new year's rolling in here, and that means that hunting season is kind of rolling out. However, the shed antlers will be dropping here soon. Already seen some reports of people picking them up, but we usually stay out. Don't do too much harm to the wildlife or anything till about February before we start going and putting the boots on the ground. That's what we have to look forward to right now, doing a little shed hunting, maybe a little coyote predator hunting, patrol, mountain lion season's kicking off. So there's always something to hunt. We're looking forward to it. Winter's finally here. It's been so mild, and now it is cold. It's supposed to be below zero all week. Hope you guys all had a great Christmas and have a happy new year, and we'll see you in 2022. Thanks for checking in, Travis, and Happy New Year. Travis mentioned predator hunting and then mountain lion season starting up in his area. I know a few in my clan that have mountain lion hunting on their bucket lists. Look forward to hearing how the season turns out for Buckstorm. Remember, catch Buckstorm on YouTube and on Facebook. As always, if you have a field update from fishing to hunting to hiking or camping, call, text the hotline, 305-900-BEND. We want to hear what you are seeing out there. If you have a topic we should investigate or have a tale of your own to share, send it this way. Call, text again, that's 305-900-BEND or email bendradioshow at gmail.com. Social media, we are everywhere. Facebook and Instagram, follow us at A with the Circle, The Bend Show. A huge thank you to everyone who came around The Bend, producer and sound engineer, Jeff Tigger Earhart, Leanne Scrupe, The Bend field staff, Terry Huffmaster in Florida, John Arman from Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV, and guide outfitter Travis Teal from the TV show Buckstorm. Congrats again to Bria Holman on her first solo hunt and to take a moose to boot. Don't forget, that's the last week for entering the Bend Field Contest and win some cool things. We want to hear your best story from 2021 or send us in those pictures by email or social media. Hunting, fishing, camping, hiking, everything. We want to know how 2021 was memorable for you. The prize package will include Ranch House Coffee, Mickey's Mustard, and a few other Bend goodies. Missed this episode? Find all of our shows on the website, thebendshow.com. Thank you to all of our partners, Schneider Taxidermy, Mickey's Mustard, Downtown Threads, Oklahoma, Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV, Wobble Creek Outfitters, Salt Fork Designs, Ranch House Coffee, RFD TV, and the Cowboy Channel. Finally, a big thanks to all of you listeners out there that came along. Keep up with me, Beck all week long by following The Bend on Facebook and on Instagram at, that's A with the circle, The Bend Show. This is Rebecca Warner, and remember to catch Beck if you can next week on The Bend. Mm-hmm.